This is The Rant presented by Scribe Sports. Benjamin Klein here with you on this lovely Tuesday afternoon out here in uh, the Bronx, New York City. Uh, if you're watching on Instagram, you can see uh, the nice background I have. Decided to take advantage of the weather outside today. Uh, it was too nice after kind of crappy weather yesterday and uh, the past week a little bit. Uh, had to take advantage, go outside, figure out it, it enjoy the nice weather with you guys uh, got the Hudson River over here and you can see a little bit of the uh, George Washington Bridge over here to my right uh, so just trying to live it up good summer spring type vibes outside today uh, and I uh, just wanted to host my rant out here uh, maybe I'll be doing it more often uh, as long as it's nice out uh, so weather permitting um, once again just wanted to reiterate that you can catch my podcast on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, you could access those via the link tree in the bio on my Instagram page, at the Strive Sports. And uh, let's get to it. Gonna be ranting about the Knicks and uh, the Yankees and their outcomes last night, both wins. A good day for New York sports. Um, unfortunately, not gonna be able to talk about the Mets who got rained out yesterday against the Phillies. They're playing a uh, doubleheader today, I believe, they might be in the middle of their doubleheader as we speak. Um, additionally, uh, I'm not going to be able to talk about the Mets today because their game got postponed to today at 4 o'clock due to the events that happened in uh, Minneapolis yesterday. Uh, I also just wanted to, uh, you know, throw my heart and uh, throw my heart and thoughts out to everyone in Minnesota and uh, the people who were affected by, uh, you know, uh, obviously, it's it's you know there are no words to be said. It's the same thing over and over again. And hopefully, we'll be able to, to solve this problem real soon. Um, but as for everyone that uh, you know was was impacted greatly by this, uh, you know from the likes of what I know, Aaron Hicks was not able to play yesterday. Obviously, they didn't have a, a game in Minnesota last night, whether it be the the uh, Timberwolves or the Twins. Uh, I'm sure that Kyrie Irving uh, was heavily impacted by this. So uh, just my heart out to everyone impacted by the situation. Hopefully we can come together as one people, as one nation, and really figure this out uh, because uh, these these issues are uh, are getting too much, and uh, you know we just we want to end this. We want these issues to be over with. Uh, but let's get back to sports and uh, today's rant. Going to start by talking about uh, the very hype win that was the Knicks win over the Los Angeles Lakers last night. Uh, you know, I feel like that's just uh, an unheard of statement. Knicks beating the Lakers, but it happened last night, 111 to 96. The Knicks move one game above 500. Um, the Lakers continue their struggles uh, without LeBron and Anthony Davis. Uh, so the Knicks really battled this one out. I mean, they, they only allowed the Lakers to shoot 33% from the field, 33% from three, uh, 44% from the field. The Lakers didn't get to 100 points. Uh, the Knicks got to 111 points. So uh, it's one of those days uh, that's just really good for the Knicks. I mean, the Knicks uh, scored more than they average on the season, so they had a good offensive day. Uh, in fact, uh, solid offensive day. They shot around 47%. 48% from the field. Uh, a miserable, though. Ugh, I have to get that close to look at it. 13.5% from three. That's terrible. Uh, so they weren't on from three, 
But uh, overall, you know, they were they were feeling it offensively, able to score 111 points, and were able to hold the Lakers to less points than what the average the, than what the Knicks average giving up on the season, holding them to below 196. That's very impressive to hold a team like the Lakers to only 96 points. Again, when they played the Nets the other night, uh, they dropped like 126 points, beat the Nets by 25. So uh, this is an impressive win by the Knicks. Uh, you know, they are a team that's going to grind it out every single game. Uh, it's a really amazing um, the effort that the that the Knicks give on every single night, every single possession. Uh, you know, it's it's a real team effort. Um, as for the offensive performance last night, I mean Julius Randle uh, absolutely went off, 34 points, 13 to 23 from the field. Uh, you know, and as I've been saying the past couple games, R.J. Barrett was the most consistent player, and uh, the one game that that Randall really steps up and is there uh, through the full four quarters, uh, R.J. Barrett is pretty much a no-show, shoots 2 of 11 from the field, uh, 0 of 4 from 3, uh, you know, only 7 points, still was a plus 18 actually, so he goes to show his impact that he has on the defensive side of the ball, but uh, not a good game overall from R.J., uh, going on to another player that proved, really proved something to me last night, uh, Alfred Payton. I've seen him do this a bunch throughout this season um, in that he gets sat sometimes at the end of games. I think this time it was multiple games in a row against the Grizzlies and then against the Raptors. In fact, last game against the Raptors, Emmanuel Quickly, who shot one of eight from, from the field, uh, actually played more minutes than Alfred Payton and was in the game in the fourth quarter more than Alfred Payton was. So Alfred Payton wants to prove that you know he deserves those uh, clutch time minutes uh, and that he can handle it. He was a plus 27 last night, so good defense and offense from him. 20 points, 9 of 12 for the field, uh, not putting up any threes because he, you know, no reason to since he's not a good three-point shooter. He's not forcing the threes. Uh, he got a steal, two assists, three rebounds. Uh, so he was doing a little bit of everything last night. Uh, definitely was giving it his all on the defensive end. Um, so it was really Randall and, and Payton uh, stepping up big time for the Knicks last night. Uh, additionally, you know, Derrick Rose had a pretty good game, 5-9 for the field. Uh, would like to see him become a little more consistent. I feel like he has spurts where he has a bunch of games in a row that he plays well, and then he kind of struggles a little bit. Um, as for Alec Burks, the guy who I said was the most clutch player on the team in the past couple games, uh, he did not do anything of the sorts. Uh, I believe that he scored two points. Um, yep, two points, one of five from the field, uh, two assists, five boards. So, you know, he's still making his presence felt out there. But, uh, you know, only got 16 minutes last night, didn't play so much. Uh, the starters really uh, showed out last night against the Lakers. Uh, which they really should have uh, because the Lakers is basically pretty much a backup squad in the fact that they're missing uh, two starters in uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Um, so it was, a, it was a pretty unreal performance last night. You know, I really love what Thibodeau has been bringing to the table. Uh, you know, as he said earlier in the season, uh, if uh, you think that you're going to beat us, then you're definitely going to be ripping your kneecaps out while doing so. back against us or just beat us uh, by a lot uh, you got another thing coming you saw that against the Grizzlies the, you know coming back down 15 saw that against the Raptors when the Raptors battled back but that wasn't even enough to you know secure the win against the Knicks and then last night against the Lakers you know championship players on the Lakers even without AD and LeBron guys that have won a championship that know how to win 
uh, to really pu to pull out that victory against them and pull away when the Lakers kept on trying to battle back and claw back uh, goes to show the character of this team and uh, how the vibe around the Knicks has changed and uh, just one you know not even a full season people are thinking of the Knicks in a different light right now uh, you know a, a team that battles every single game uh, will never be giving up and uh, you don't want you really don't want to mess with uh, because just because of their defense and, and their intensity on the defensive side you know the Lakers had 24 uh, turnovers last night can't credit all of that to the Knicks defense obviously because uh, some of those you know were just uh, turnovers by the Lakers not necessarily steals but I credit it all to the Knicks defense even if it was just a lazy pass out of bad pass that went out of bounds I credit it to the Knicks uh, intensity on defense uh, getting into the opponents heads and uh, I think that there are a lot, there are plenty of teams in the Eastern Conference that don't really want to play the Knicks in the first round because they know about that defense intensity. Even if they know that they would beat the Knicks at the end of the day, uh, they know that it will be a much tougher uh, battle than against uh, some other teams, uh, you know, maybe like the Hornets or the Celtics, who both aren't the best defensive teams in the league. Uh, but as for the, the kneecap situation, ripping that out, uh, I think that it goes along with that uh, Rocky Balboa quote, uh, which he says, it's not about how much you win, it's about how you lose and uh, get knocked down and how you react getting back up and how uh, you react from that loss. So uh, that, that's that's the vibe the from the Knicks this whole season. You know, there have been times where we thought that they were down and out and in a game or just during a losing streak. Recently, they were on that three-game losing streak where they lost to the... Uh, the Nets and the Celtics, um, you know, so th even when things are, are trending downward, uh, they don't let them, uh, you know, they don't let the moment get too big for them, they don't let the city get too big for them, they don't let the talk of the, of the fans get too big for them, they just go out and they play their own ball, they don't let things get get in their head or in their way, kind of like what it seems like that is happening with the Yankees. Uh, as for a guy like RJ Barrett, four years old, you know, he, it seems like he's a thick-headed guy, thick skull. Uh, doesn't let anything get into his head. Um, you know, you can really rarely tell his emotions out there. Uh, you know, he had a poor game last night, 2 of 11. Uh, didn't really seem like that was, uh, you know, an issue for him at all, though, uh, from from what I saw. You know, it didn't seem like it was in his head. He didn't seem too upset or anything like that. Uh, so that's something that you want to see, you know, out of a young player. Don't let, uh, you know, don't overreact to, to certain moments. Uh, I don't know if he didn't play well because maybe it's the Lakers and you know the Lakers are the Lakers and that's a, and that's a big moment for him to uh, you know go up against the Lakers but he definitely struggled last night but it goes to show his effort and his tenacity and his ability on the defensive end that he was still a plus 18 last night I mean you know he has a, he has a bad field goal percentage uh, doesn't hit a three goes over four from three only seven points three of those from the free throw line but he's still a plus 18 uh, goes to show that he, he's really battling on the defensive end. Uh, I don't know if it's him or Randall or Bullock or even maybe Payton, even though he doesn't get as many minutes as other guys. But I believe that someone should make the all-defensive team uh, from this unit, from this 2020 to 2021 New York Knicks team. I think someone should make an all-defensive team, you know, unless you're really going to attribute it to all to team defense and rotations and switches and uh, Thibodeau placing guys in the exact right spots. Um, I think that so, either way, even if you do attribute it to that, uh, these guys still need to go out there and perform and, and play at a top level defensively and, and show the effort. And they do it every single night. So I think that someone on this team 
definitely deserves to be on the all-defensive team. If not, I definitely better see multiple players receiving some votes, whether it be for first team or second team. Uh, I think that that would... I think that that would be a disgrace if uh, some players on this Knicks team, all guys who are underrated, low-key guys, uh, no one thought that this team was going to be where they are. I think that uh, they deserve credit for what they're best at, which is defense, which means that you know individual guys should should earn some some accolades for uh, the effort that they've given on the defensive end this year. Uh, but great win last night for the Knicks. It's very exciting stuff uh, being a Knicks fan right now. We're one game above 500 now. Uh, you know, only a couple games back from that uh, six seed, so we don't need to play the playing games. Uh, I'm not going to guarantee that, but uh, I, I think that it's possible, especially with the teams that are ahead of us, like the Celtics and the Hornets, uh, even the Heat. I'm not the biggest fan of it, and even the Hawks. Uh, the Hawks are playing really well recently. They, they got healthy, you know, getting Bogdanovich and Gallinari and, and the whole squad uh, back together healthy. Uh, you know, DeAndre Hunter and Reddish as well. Seven through ten, I think that will play guarantee the play of playing game, uh, especially with the Bulls who are the tenth seed right now. Uh, you know, having lost last night, making even more separation between them and the Knicks. Uh, I think I can pretty much guarantee uh, through the last what is it like uh, eighteen games of the season that the Knicks will uh, or seventeen games, whatever it is, that the Knicks will uh, make the play will make those playing games at least. Uh, and also, I think that ten of those last uh, however many games are home games, uh, but they're going to be playing the Pelicans tomorrow. That's definitely a rough game. Uh, Zion against RJ, the two Duke boys, the two Duke teammates going up against each other. That should be a fun game tomorrow night. Um, you know, just exciting times to be a Knicks fan. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll continue to build a, as an organization. Uh, Leon Rose bringing in that different vibe uh, to the fans and just the organization and the players around the league also. Uh, you know, he really put together a quite a good team this year uh, to play under to compete for Tom Thibodeau. Uh, Bullock seems to have been a good signing. Burke seems to have been a good signing. Even getting Alfred Payton back seems to have been a good signing. Midseason signing of Taj Gibson seems to be a good move. Uh, also, grabbing Noel is coming off to coming on to be a great move, uh, especially with the absence of Mitchell Robinson. Hopefully, Mitchell can come back at some point this season. Um, speaking of injuries, before I go on to the next segment, I uh, just want to give Jamal Murray a shout-out for, uh, uh, you know, obviously towards ACL last night, uh, playing the Warriors. Uh, really unfortunate. Nuggets made the Western Conference Finals last year. He was obviously incredible in that playoff run. Uh, you know, they only got better going into this season. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. only improving more, acquiring Aaron Gordon and Javel McGee at the trade deadline. Uh, I thought the sky was the limit for the Nuggets. I think I said that in the past. So it's really a shame to uh, see them go down, uh, along with probably the, the Nuggets' title hopes for the season. So hopefully uh, my, I send my well wishes and uh, my prayers that Jamal Murray will be back uh, playing just as high-quality basketball as soon as possible, hopefully next season for the Nuggets, and hopefully the Nuggets will be back to uh, being true title contenders. Uh, you know, Not to say that they can't do that now, but the loss of Jamal Murray definitely uh, puts a dent in their hopes. So uh, that's all talking about the Knicks for today. Uh, love the direction that the organization's heading overall. Hope Tom Thibodeau can keep up this pace. Uh, actually, before I move on, just wanted to shout out uh, 
Julius Randle for the vibe that he brings to the Knicks also. Uh, hopefully we can re-sign him. Uh, you know, as some of you may know, Julius Randle, whenever he goes to a new city, whenever they land before he even goes to the hotel, he goes to a, a gym in the area to go shoot around. The Knicks actually have someone in their organization designated to find Julius Randle a place to shoot around every single time they land in, the, in a new city. So. Uh, the fact that Julius Randle does that is incredible. He learned that from Kobe. Uh, there was actually a story the other day that when they landed in Detroit, I think, uh, the, the high school that he went to, a custodian told him the last person who had done this uh, was, was Kobe Bryant, actually. And uh, that's who Julius Randle got uh, this, uh, you know, these words of advice from, was Kobe Bryant, told him, told him to do, start doing this, told him that, that that's how you become a winner, that's how you uh, really... Uh, you know, work on your game and become a, uh, a true expert in the game of basketball. Uh, and he's also getting other guys to now come with him whenever he does this. So uh, shout out to Julius Randle, bringing in that new vibe to the Knicks along with Thibodeau and uh, Leon Rose. We want hard workers. We want guys that, uh, you know, are versatile players, guard multiple positions. I mean, for goodness sakes, in the past, I've seen so many times that the Knicks, uh, have had issues with switching. Uh, you know, they, they the opponent sets a screen on the Knicks, and then the Knicks switch, and then the switch is a complete mismatch. Uh, now, when you look at the lineup between Randall, Bullock, uh, Payton, and Barrett, all guys that are like uh, around 6'5", uh, are athletic, are kind of long, can guard multiple positions. Uh, I, I really like that, especially having Randall, a guy that can guard, you know, he can guard a guard, or he can guard a forward, even maybe a center here and there. So uh, I like the way Leon Rose built this team. I think he knows what he's doing. Uh, and I'm really excited to see how he's going to continue building this team. This upcoming draft has a lot of good names. Uh, it's a, I think it's a pretty deep draft in my opinion. So I'm excited to see where he goes with it. We have two first-round picks. Uh, you know, that in, com in combination with uh, free agency. I'm very excited to see uh, what the future for the Knicks holds. Uh, but that's it for talking the Knicks today. Going to move on to, to uh, talking the Yanks win last night over the Blue Jays. Uh, they won 3-1, moved to 500-5-5. Garrett Cole last night, uh, six innings pitched, eight Ks. Uh, he gets the quality start. He only gives up one earned run, moves his ERA to 1.47 on the season. Uh, the bullpen finishes the rest of the job. Uh, three innings pitched, no earned runs. Uh, four combined Ks between O'Day and Chapman. Uh, so, you know, just going to start off talking about the Yankees' uh, strengths right now, which is 100% their pitching, whether it be their starting pitching or their relief pitching. Uh, I guess they're, other than Garrett Cole, it's mainly been their relief pitching that's been their greatest strength. Um, between O'Day and Chapman, they've both been pretty phenomenal so far to start, both zero ERAs uh, to start the year. Same with Loisega, same with Wilson since he's come off the I.L. Um, you know, Albert Abreu the other night was throwing heat and uh, with movement able to pin corners. So uh, he was an impressive guy to watch. Uh, I really like uh, the pitching for the Yankees this year. I think it's the strength. Uh, it's the reason that they're 5-5 five five right now. You know, the lineup is struggling mightily right now. We got guys like Stan hitting 107, uh, Torres hitting 205, Urshela, uh, oh, Urshela's hitting well, but Frazier hitting 185, um, you know, Taukman, even though he's a backup, hitting 143. Uh, obviously, Hicks wasn't able to play last night because of what happened in Minnesota. Um, you know, I whenever, and shout out to him all as well, uh, whenever I hate on Aaron Hicks, it's not because of his, him personally or who he is as a, as a man, it's because of his play on the field. 
Uh, so, you know, Hicks obviously struggling. Um, you know, so the pitching really stepping up, uh, getting us through. Three runs you might not usually be enough to, to win against a team like the Blue Jays, who are very talented offensively but struggling to start the year. Uh, you know, I think that that's a common theme this year. Offenses are struggling to start. Uh, they're a little slow out of the gate. Um, so not too worried about the Yankees' offense. But, uh, you know, three runs not usually enough to, to win a game, I'd say, in most, in most games. But the Yankees' pitching is good enough to, uh, to really hold the Blue Jays down to just one run uh, and, and grab that win. Um, you know, Cole, amazing, obviously, expect to win every single time he's out. Also expecting a quality start every time he's out, honestly. Um, so it, it was nice to be able to, to grab that win to start the series against the Blue Jays. Uh, as for our play with uh, runner in scoring position last night, uh, we actually only got one runner in scoring position last night that we didn't drive in. Uh, so, I mean, only one runner in scoring position the whole game, actually. So we were 0 for 1. We left three runners on base in total. Not even going to get to the struggles that the Blue Jays had, which was uh, 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position. That just goes to show uh, the power of, and the strength of the Yankees uh, pitching, whether it be starting pitching or the bullpen. But, uh, you know, the Yankees' uh, offense right now is mainly just hitting home runs. Uh, you know, I was looking forward to seeing what would come after uh, the Sunday game in which Torres got an RBI single, and then also in extras we saw Odor and Urshela driving some runs on base hits, not via the home run. Uh, but then we got to last night's game, and Gashioka is the only one that can perform. Uh, he hits a two-run home run, and then later on in the game he hits a solo home run. I mean, the top of the lineup, one through seven, one through six actually, didn't get a hit. Uh, and then the bottom of the lineup combined for four hits, all four hits that the Yankees got last night. Uh, that's not a sight that you want to see, uh, especially when uh, the, we stack the top of the lineup to be right heavy. Uh, one through six, all righties uh, going against Robbie Ray, the lefty, his first start of the season. And the Yankees aren't even able to, uh, you know, take advantage of that. Uh, it was LeMahieu, Stanton, Judge, Torres, Urshela, Frazier. Also want to get to the fact that they moved around the lineup a little bit last night, moving Stanton to two and Judge to three. Um, that's not the change that I necessarily wanted to make, but uh, I like that they're open-minded right now, uh, trying out new things. Um, again, uh, just to reiterate myself from, in, from the past uh, shows, I would like Hicks to be the starting uh, leadoff guy um, I, I think that it's beneficial for him. He'll, he'll start drawing more walks. He'll get his on-base percentage up, and then hopefully it'll make him more comfortable at the plate, seeing the plate better, seeing the ball better, uh, getting more base hits, uh, just getting on base more to start the game. Uh, and then it'll be beneficial with LeMahieu hitting second. Either can uh, do a hit and run with LeMahieu, or just LeMahieu will hopefully get a hit. Uh, then it'll be two, hopefully at best two runners on base, either first and second, first and third, second and third, whatever it is. Uh, with Judge up, uh, I think it's beneficial to get to have Judge up with more runners on base. Uh, I think that this would greatly benefit the lineup. Uh, again, when you talk about the issue of not having a lefty to break it up between the righties, I think that that's BS because the Yankees would have uh, covered that in the offseason. They would have signed a lefty uh, in order to, you know, that was valuable enough to actually hit three or four. They didn't do that. They still think Hicks is that guy for some reason uh, after multiple years of him really not succeeding as a three-hitter. Uh, I think it would be beneficial to move him up to the leadoff spot, have him get walks. LeMayu gets on, gets the most base hits on the team. 
He'll, he'll uh, move Hicks to hopefully second or third, and then judge up with, with two runners on. That's a match made in heaven, in my opinion. Uh, and then hopefully it'll just continue to improve everyone else. Yes, it would be leadoff guy is is lefty, and then what? Then two through maybe six would be righty. Uh, and then you know we have the options of Odor. Um, uh, hopefully we'll find a, a space for him uh, until Void comes back. And then when Void comes back, we might only have the uh, the one lefty in the lineup in Aaron Hicks. But you know that's that's something that we might that we're gonna have to deal with. Uh, we have to do what's best for the team, and right now what's best for the team, I don't believe, is Hicks being the leadoff hitter. Uh, I mean Hicks being the number three hitter. Um, you know, hopefully he can come back soon. Uh, maybe he'll be able to prove me wrong. But it's been multiple years of him hitting below 250 and still being the three hitter. Uh, I'm kind of tired of it. I don't know about anyone else. But uh, it was nice to be able to, to see Aaron Boone switch the lineup up a little bit, uh, give us a new look. Uh, maybe that will be a sign of things to come. Uh, I think that the Yankees will benefit greatly, not just the guys from Mayu and, and Judge, but I think that everyone else will benefit greatly because, uh, uh, you know, Stanton's going to have good protection and he's going to have a, the pitcher already, you know, pumping his heart because he's going to have to go through, uh, about going through, and Judge already just to get to him, and then Tor then it's going to be Torres off after. Uh, I just think that Hicks is a, is a little breather in the lineup for the pitcher, where he's like, oh wow, I don't have to deal with a guy that's at the caliber that LeMahieu, Judge, Stan, and Torres are uh, at least uh, you know average wise. Maybe home run wise they have to deal with him. Uh, you know, and it's not always a bad thing to be able to get a leadoff home run. Uh, so I definitely think that it would benefit the Yankees greatly, uh, but you know they're they're back to five and five. Uh, not exactly sure who we got on the hill today. Uh, I think it might be Tyon. Uh, you know, excited to see what he's got if it's him tonight. Um, hopefully we'll be able to finish off this series, uh, go above five hundred tonight, give us a little bit of separation from the Blue Jays to uh, start this season after they took the series from us at home. Uh, to start the season, um, you know, uh, I like I like the team. I, I give Brian Cashman a lot of a lot of flack. I, I like the team. They're not playing well right now. He just didn't correct a lot of the changes, uh, a lot of the issues that we've had from the past, especially issues uh, that were there in the playoffs. But again, I, I really like this Odor uh, acquisition. You know, a guy that's hit. 30 home runs a bunch of years in his career. Uh, he's a lefty. Uh, you know, we need to take advantage of that short porch in left field. It gives us a little bit of more depth, uh, especially when Luke Boyd comes back, uh, probably moving LeMahieu back to second. Uh, you know, then we'll have Odor and Wade uh, being able to play, you know, spots in the infield. Uh, Wade can also play the outfield, obviously. Uh, so I definitely like the way the team is built, but it's just a it's just questionable as to why he doesn't fix the, the obvious issues that we have, such as the lack of left-handed hitting. Um, you know, I think, I think that that's the biggest issue because uh, otherwise, you know, there's no reason for Hicks to be the number three hitter. We're, we're putting him in three just to be able to, to change it up a little bit from righty to lefty. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to figure out that situation. I don't think that there should be any issue going righties from two to six in the order, uh, and then maybe throwing another lefty in in there, uh, if possible. If you know, depending on what we're doing in the lineup that on that given night. Uh, also, uh, 
hopefully uh, the Hagashioka successful night last night doesn't get in the way of uh, Gary Sanchez uh, is success so far this season uh, you know I feel like a lot of his failures in the past have been because of the fans uh, getting on his back uh, to start the year also him not being in shape to start but uh, once it you know it start it all starts tumbling down when you start poorly so you know, hopefully he's, a, he's had a good start to the year. Hopefully he can continue that. Hopefully Gashioka can also continue his good play. Uh, the Yankees, are, you know, for years, for like the past 10 years, I swear the Yankees have, have had the best backup catcher in the league every single year, uh, whether it be uh, J.R. Murphy to Francisco Cervelli uh, to now Kyle Gashioka. My bad if I'm uh, forgetting anyone in between. Uh, Austin Romine also, of course. Uh, so the Yankees have had great backup catchers. Uh, hopefully, Gary Sanchez continues his role being, uh, you know, a top-level offensive catcher with the defense, uh, you know, always being a little bit of a question. But Agashioka will be there one out of every five days for Garrett Cole, and hopefully, will be able to uh, perform offensively uh, when given the opportunity. Uh, so, you know, that, that's really it for today uh, with this rant. Again, you can catch the. These, this podcast on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can access the podcast uh, in the link tree in the bio on my Instagram page at these drive sports. Uh, that's it for today. Can't wait to talk tomorrow. We got Yanks tonight. We got Mets doubleheader. We got Nets, uh, you know, at four o'clock. So we got a lot to talk about tomorrow. But for the that's it for the rant today. Uh, Benjamin Klein saying uh, so long, peace out on this Tuesday afternoon.